On this week's episode of Homework Hour, Akash and I interview Francesca Resigno about her new podcast that she just released. It's about female entrepreneurship and just women empowerment in general. Uh, we had a great interview with her. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy. homework hour akash and i came up with the idea of this podcast after spending hours in college procrastinating homework to make up for lost productivity akash and i are assigning ourselves homework of interviewing amazing people about their endeavors for your benefit while also having some fun along the way akash what's up buddy i'm gonna turn the tables what's up with you nate whoa yo (laughs) (laughs) it's going pretty good man hey you know what sometimes we so they put some context on like how we record things in homework hour Sometimes we, we do the main segment first. Sometimes we do, uh, you know, the interview first, you know, which, I mean, there really is no context if you put it that way, honestly. It's just kind of <laughs> random. But <laughs> this week we did the interview first, and it was, a, it was a fire interview. What do you think, Kosh? It's fire. It was straight fire. Flames. So we had on – yeah, straight flames, dude. Creepy. Oh, my God. We had on Francesca <laughs> Resigno. Uh, we were talking to her about her Riveting Rosie's podcast, um, where she pretty much um, interviews uh, female entrepreneurs to kind of carry the torch of women empowerment. Um, and it's a it's an awesome podcast. We listened to a couple episodes earlier, and it was great talking to her about that. And you guys are really going to like it because Akash and I, uh, she asked Akash and I some questions and just how we just like to fill it with random banter you know gosh right oh i know i know um and go for it were you oh, i was gonna say something you're right i was just gonna say it's kind of cool that this is the first person that we interviewed that actually has their own podcast and oh, i lied crap yeah dude we I got had, we actually uh, have yeah, we, we <laughs> oh, you know what sorry uh, mr short sorry ryan miller yeah okay how about this i'll take that back this is the first person we interviewed that has a podcast that started around the same time frame as us boom that's accurate yeah. that's on the record like the like the baby boomers of podcasts of quarantine yeah i, I agree does that with make that. sense and, yeah and it's the same way like we both kind of like started our podcast like really i guess recently and also through anchor like pretty much the exact same way we 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 just did it the same way Right, it was. It's like that Spider-Man meme when they're like pointing at each other. Yeah, who did it first? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it went great. I mean, we were able to like kind of really relate on podcasting items, like Kosh said. Um, but Kosh, man, some notable news this weekend, man. I'm, we're going up to Ver- Vermont. Yeah, you guys are coming to visit. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have a little a little group together. You know, I just want to show you guys the true Vermont experience in the summer. And I'm going to do that. In quarantine, correct? In quarantine. Yeah. We follow social distancing guidelines. Yeah, Full yeah. disclaimer. For sure. And the cool thing about Vermont right now is I don't know if things have changed 
to this minute. But right now, I think we're 50th in cases. So we're doing great. Like, 50th out of 52 50 states? states? 50 out so of 50 states. In the There's mainland. 50 states. In the mainland, you guys are A-OK, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're A++, man. Nice. That's great. Is the trash can open yet? Can I go get a trash can? You know what? Let's... I'm going to leave that as a surprise. Not because I don't know if it's open or not, but we can go together and check. All right, great, great. I'm really looking forward to my return of the trash can. Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make them buy that name off me too. The, hey, you guys can't have – wait, what? Uh, wait, what? Like they need to rename that bar to the trash can. Oh, okay. We discussed yeah. this. Okay, well, I, I didn't know what you were saying. I'm like, I thought you wanted to take the naming rights of trash can away from trash can, even though that's not their name but it's our okay. self-proclaimed name to them. All right. Well, I changed my mind. I want that. Okay. That's what you're going to get. I'm, gonna, I'm coming I'm... around to your side. <laughs> oh, you're on my side now. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's so, our next step. Yep. Looking forward to that, man. Um, it has Vermont changed at all. Like since like, I mean, obviously it has, ah, that's a stupid question. I mean, I, I can still answer like, what kinds of things are you talking about? Just like, you know, like, well, Vermont's like an outdoorsy place, right? You, you you go, you know, the things you do are mostly like, I don't know, the things to do in Vermont are all outside or it's related to a brewery where probably people aren't getting together anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, we still have obviously the same type of uh, st- like structure, like everyone, like when you're going to like restaurants, when you go into like stores masks on i think governor scott that's the governor of vermont or like burlington scott. just our dude scott. scott yeah our dude scott he's got a mask policy going so like when we're like moving around like kind of like in like crowded areas masks on totally fine and then when you're kind of like seated at your own restaurant like seated at your table kind of like like finally like in a spot where you and your group can kind of just hang out just like relax then masks off you're all set and stuff like that. And like things are slowly starting to open back up. We're starting to get some of the restaurants. Uh, a lot of the places are doing outdoor seating, which is awesome because there's some great views out in Burlington. And then just, I've still been going on hikes here and there, uh, keeping myself busy. The gyms, honestly, like the crazy thing is the gyms, at least near me are open up, opening up. And it's different because a lot of the places like that are struggling to get proper social distancing and proper guidelines going. Right. Whereas like my gym's so small that there's not a lot of people in the facility to begin with. And then you can kind of reserve time slots. So what I do is, oh, if I'm okay. working, so if I'm working from home, I'll like take like a very, very obscure time. Like no one's going to be there at like 11 and or one, because it's like kind of in between lunch. No one's probably going to be there. I'll reserve a slot, get there. I get like a 45 minute session and then they'll have the, like the back half of the hour, like the 15 minutes to clean. Yep. some of the machines and then you get the next group and then you can't have more than five people in a room. So you reserve a slot for a room you want to be in. So if I want to be in the weight room, I reserve online. Hey, I want it for 1 PM today. If, if it's free, you're good to go. You get there, do your workout in 45 minutes, get out. Dude, that sounds like a pretty, it's pretty efficient. like legit way to do it. Honestly. I mean like New York is obviously slacking behind reopening things. You know, it seems like, I don't know. We have the luxury of the outdoor patio. That's like at restaurants, and that's literally about it. But like yeah. the gyms, I mean, I I don't know what the the I don't know the buff head dudes are are doing right now in New York, right? I mean, like what if yeah. they're sinking into their couch or something. Either that, or just like 
there's just not a proper way for them to like keep those guidelines in check. Like there's so many people at those gyms, like you have four or five gyms, but every it's always overfilled. And I don't know. It's crazy. Cause like Burlington is not a big, like there's not a lot of like public like gyms like that. There's not a lot of gyms and a lot of people don't go there. So it, it worked out for me where there's a very low, like want to go there. And then the fact that now that COVID's happening, like less people are like really like eager to go back to the gym. So now there's even more space available. And as long as I'm like staying in those dead timelines or time zones, I can pretty much just kind of do my lift, get out. And it's as safe as you can be while staying as healthy as I can be. But it's tough. It's, it's, it's hard to regulate stuff like that when there's a high demand. And I know in Utica, everyone always wants to go to the gym, especially now, like there's people like, super eager to get back and i don't know what their policies are but hopefully they can figure it out yeah 100 percent. i mean i don't know we gotta interview some local businesses in vermont what are some cool things in vermont that are just like or at least in burlington that are just like kind of out of the ordinary that like um you know say we wouldn't have in like central new york or huh that's a that's a good question is vermont known for syrup yeah, there's a lot of syrupy places. I don't know <laughs> I don't know what businesses per se are like uh, I mean, I don't know the local businesses. I don't know the local syrup places, but I can definitely look into that and like when you come up we can like we could do a little more research cuz that'd be really cool to start sure. getting Let's some, spread start the getting the, our love in the freaking Burlington while you're there, right? You know? Just, I know. Yeah, that was the goal. I mean, wasn't it? We were yeah, trying absolutely. to get as many faces or as many facets as possible. It's just now that things are starting to open up, now that I can kind of go down to those shops. Yeah, yeah, maybe like on like Saturday or something when we're like walking around, let's go take a stroll down Church Street and just kind of like see what shops are open or like at least know what shops are possibly going to be open soon. Give them a little call, give them a little cold call, you know, do our little homework, hour magic, you know, get them on the podcast, make them rich, make us rich. We're like, <laughs> we're good to go. You know, that's what we'll do. It'll be just a big like communal, like, I don't know, money pot. Between us, because that's how things have been going. Yeah, exactly. But it's cool, man. I'm I'm excited for you guys to come up. For sure, man. Well, I'll tell you what, man. We had an awesome interview with Francesca Resigno, and we hope you guys enjoy. Here it is. All right, today we have on Francesca Resigno. Francesca is a natural born creative that has hands in graphic design, music, art, and now podcasting. Recently, she released her podcast titled Riveting Rosies, and we're excited to talk about her about that, talk to her about that, and hopefully expand her podcast alliance. Francesca, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. <laughs> you mind if I call you Fran? You mind if we call you Fran? Yeah, Fran is like fine. Fran. That's what most people call me. Awesome. All right. awesome. Well, welcome, so, Fran. Thank you. Awesome. So uh, Akash, actually, we just, full disclosure, is battling some allergies. So we just want to we, we we just told you that, but we just wanted to reiterate to everyone else if you hear Akash just like come in with a big loud sneeze, like that's why <laughs> he's he's Vermont's catching up to him by now. Yeah, it's it's not because what you guys were talking about at the time is like you know like disturbance worthy. It's just <laughs> I can't control my own body right now, so you'll hear some sniffles in the background. That's normal. It's just background noise. Just go with it. Gosh, you, you do what you got to do in these trying times, right? That's what I'm saying. 
Um, so Fran, why don't we start by just, why don't you tell us about yourself just entirely, just like, I don't know, whatever you think is just like, I don't know, pertinent for everyone to know, just like, bang, okay. right there. Sure. So um, I'm a graphic design student. I'm about to start my last semester, actually, you know, all online. So that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, what else? Let's see. I started a podcast about a month ago. Uh, it was very spontaneous, you could say. Yeah. I really, it was just like one day I was like, hey, you know, this is, this would be kind of cool, you know, starting a podcast. I know like a lot of people have been starting them recently and it just sounded like a fun thing to do and then it turned into like an actual thing and now I'm like oh I have a podcast <laughs> so right yeah. yeah yeah um so where did you go to school um, what are you doing school right now so right now I'm at SUNY Oswego I yep. did a year at Brockport and then transferred um I was originally going for athletic training and okay. then the summer before my freshman year I was like yeah, um, I'm not going to do that. And then I went to like the orientation and I was like, hey, I want to switch my major to graphic design. And they looked at me like super weird. And I was like, yeah, yeah, just do it. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So then a year, I spent a year at Brockport, but their graphic design program was a little bit below par. So us we go was the next choice. Gotcha. And that's what where I've you, been. Yeah. What made you like in your head? You were like, all right, I'm going to transition this to graphic design was it something specific like I mean was there like a past passion of yours that just kind of resurfaced like right when you were questioning what do I do yeah it was kind of like a lot of things but honestly I I don't know why I didn't think of doing graphic design before that point um you know honestly I had like a very small bit of like html like css experience from when I was like blogging when I was like 12 or 13 so I, it was very basic knowledge like I really didn't know what I was doing but I liked doing it so now I'm like getting my my degree in graphic design and I'm thinking back to when I was like 12 or 13 and I'm like you know this this makes sense like everything's kind of like coming full circle now and I'm like I see how this all connects but yeah athletic training like I I like it I did um, like an internship with an athletic trainer when I was in high school and it was fun and all, but I really hate science. So I feel like that was never going to work out in the long run. <laughs> right. My relationship with science over college was not great, especially considering I was a computer science major. So you're talking mm -hmm. to the right crowd when you're talking about the HTML, CSS uh, yeah. good stuff right there. Um, so given that we're both in the podcasting business right now, I mean, well, I just business in quotes, right? Um, <laughs> business. Like, do you have any graphic design advice? Cause I mean, I was looking at like your Instagram just before this and I was like, Jesus, like these, these like graphics you're making are like beautiful. Like it looks just like, I don't know, like it has like an aesthetic feel to it as opposed to us. We're just kind of like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> put our thing on there and yeah well thank you I appreciate that um I would say like part of it is because I have been like running social media accounts for a little bit over a year I had an internship um with career services at us we go doing that um and I also do it for like my job currently so a little bit is, is like past experience but I would say for anyone who doesn't have a lot of like graphic design knowledge, Canva, the website Canva is a really great tool. They have a ton of like templates, um, especially for Instagram posts that just make it a lot easier. Um, and you can like 
pick a color scheme if you really wanted to and it'll like you know give you those options every time you go to make something um, and you can like mess around with them you don't have to use the template exactly how it is like they give you the ability to kind of change things how you want change fonts and all that stuff so cool you, you, that's you, my recommendation <laughs> awesome yeah yeah you piqued Akash's interest I saw him writing something down in his notebook over there. <laughs> I don't know I'm writing down questions but yeah I just wrote can oh you guys can't see a canva right there really small and not in right line. in the middle of the page like not even yeah. using the lines I was trying to be sneaky about it but continue for sure. So what are your opinions on things like Logic Pro and like all those giant, like huge, like tools? Like I was like, I was like literally like, like late, late night is when I get kind of the, the creative juices flowing. I send, I send a cash and then we have our friend Pete who, yeah. I mean, who originally connected us with you. Like, like we have, you know, us three have a group message and I just fire messages in there you know i'm like what about logic pro what about all this stuff? you know what i mean like all this crazy stuff what are your yeah. opinions on those big tools like that so i'm gonna be super honest with you i've never heard of logic pro oh uh sorry final <laughs> cut pro logic pro is the oh uh, okay gotcha yeah final cut um i don't have a lot of experience using final cut i've used um premiere pro which is like adobe's whatever and i've used a very small bit of after effects but um, for those are like video more. So I guess audio for Adobe would be like Adobe audition. I think, um, it's, it's kind of hard to learn, especially just for like what you have to do to make a podcast episode. Like I know how to use them and I still choose to use GarageBand because I think it's easier. Um, so I don't know, like, I guess it's good. You have a lot more control over the audio, but I feel like it, it's not really worth it unless you, I don't know, want like a super well done podcast episode. Right. Right. I, those things like to some people are like muscle memory, you know what I mean? Like I, I have a cousin who does like, uh, he's a recording engineer, you know? So like logic pro is that next step up from garage band where you have that more mm -hmm. control, like you were saying, and it is, man, is it complex, you know? So we're, yeah. we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, um so I guess my next question, we're going more into, we're diving into Fran's personality here. Um, an inside source has told us oh that you're a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Please explain. Um, okay. So let's see. It's so general. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like got into, so we're going to backtrack. I think I first started reading the books when I was like maybe 10 or 11 and I started reading them because my parents read them all and they were like, oh, they're so good. Like, you'll love them. You need to read them. I tried to read the first book probably five times before I got past the first chapter because I was like, this is so boring. Like, I don't want to read this. And then I finally got like past that first like part of the book. And I was like, oh, this is really great. And then I just like sped through the rest of them. I think I like was out sick from school when I read like four five and six and I'm pretty sure I read them all within like three days it was pretty insane so I guess from that point like I've reread them quite a few times um obviously seen all the movies like I don't even know how many times I uh my first tattoo is like Harry Potter related so 
uh, for anyone who's read the books, there's like the three little stars that are on the like corner of each page. So I have those on my wrist. <laughs> That's um, really nice. So yeah, I don't know. I just, it, I feel like it's just one of those series that kind of um, like lets you not focus on our current world. And I don't know, it's just like a nice little fun thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice escape, you know? Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, so would you say that um, you would know more information about Harry Potter than the average person? I think that's a safe assumption. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we actually have a proposition for you. Okay. Okay? So, like, our first episode on the show, we had our friend Dan on, right? And our friend yeah. Dan is this super, super into Harry Potter. Like, I, I actually had him recite the entire the entire story. I tried to get him to recite the entire story on like live on the pod. Um, he did a good job, but I mean, he could like, it blew his mind because it's just like, it's just an <laughs> overload of information that he's trying to like spit out. Um, but yeah, we had him on. And then after that episode, we had like multiple people text us like, dude, I know so much more Harry Potter about him, about him than about. Yeah. I know so much more yeah. about Harry Potter than Dan. <laughs> it's not even fair. Like, right. So, we want to provide an arena for all of our Harry Potter um, experts to kind of duke it out and have some sort of, you know, trivia battle against each other. Mm. Okay. And in yes. this, you know, you'll have Akash and I like providing the questions, hosting it as if it was a show, maybe reenacting some of the scenes. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, everything's on the table. Everything's on the it's table. On the table. <laughs> so if we get that all together with all the people together would you be interested in competing absolutely yeah it's really funny that you mentioned that because i listened to that episode like this morning and i was laughing so hard at his like explanation of all of the books because i was like yeah there's just like no way to summarize that easily <laughs> did you hear his brain break yeah, I was like, honestly, I probably would have <laughs> reacted the same way. I was just like, I don't know where I would go after a certain point. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I loved it because when I asked him, he just kind of like, all right, here we go. Like, <laughs> he just jumped right into it somehow. Yeah. Well, first he tried getting out of it. He's like, okay, I'm going to tell you my favorite part. And then Nate's like, okay, good. So, <laughs> do you tell us the entire story now? <laughs> He's yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> Assuming Nate would forget. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're setting that up. It's going to happen. It's going to be big. You got to tell everybody, well, tell all your how friends. About, how about this? How about this? Let's have four contestants. Each of them can be their own house. And obviously they can duke it out oh. for the houses they actually want to be. Oh, I know. Yeah. This is where I step in, Nate. We got the four <laughs> houses. Whoever wants to win uh, the house cup, that will be the prize. And we'll probably give a real prize out. We don't know what that is yet, but just stay tuned. And yeah, okay. it's going to be exciting in the future. That is such a good idea. I did yeah. not even make that connection. See, Fran, okay. we were talking about, so you guys are the experts, but Akash is actually a, a closet, like, he knows a lot about Harry Potter, so. No, a little. little no, 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 no. You know, uh, you're, no, you're, uh, you're I know, yourself, in, I know enough to get through it. I cannot answer the questions I'm about to ask you guys, because I already have some questions in mind. Nice. So. I'm currently, I'm going to say right now, I'm bidding on Hufflepuff House, because that's mine, and 
I'm the first one to hear about this, so I get Hufflepuff. <laughs> all right. I don't think there's going to be a huge demand for Hufflepuff, so it's all yours. Probably. <laughs> oh, that, that was a burn. God. No, honestly. Not, no one ever says like, they want Hufflepuff. <laughs> they have that website where it like, tells you what your Harry Potter house is or whatever, and I've taken that quiz so many times because I'm like, I, I don't want to be Hufflepuff, but it's happened so many times that I'm like, I guess I just have to accept it now. <laughs> it was written in stone. The yeah, Sorcerer's apparently. Stone. Right, so we have more facts from this inside source. <laughs> okay, so what they've told me is that you're a cat person. Okay, so here's the here's the. Okay? Um, I have mentioned multiple times on this podcast that I am a spot an aspiring cat owner, but the thing is about my aspirations is I'll probably never act on them. So my friends will always badger me about getting this cat right and i don't know if i'm gonna i don't know if i'm gonna budge so 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 fran why don't you sell me on why i should act on it versus not okay i feel like i can definitely do that so i i'm gonna be really honest with you i've grown up with cats my whole life like my parents have always had cats for the most part there was only like a couple years growing up where we didn't have any and i was never really a huge fan of cats I was like, I can't, like, they don't really do that much. I want to have a dog. I want to be able to take it outside and go walk it and, like, play fetch and all this stuff. And I was like, cats, like, eh, they're whatever. And then um, this past December, like, my birthday is at the beginning of December. So, like, sometime in between, like, there and Christmas, my boyfriend got me a kitten. And that just <laughs> that was the beginning of my love for cats so since then i the, these are like my cat facts okay these are the reasons why you should get a cat <laughs> they shit and pee in one one space you don't have to worry about taking them outside you don't have to worry about them like having accidents you just they just go and do their own thing and then you clean it like once or twice a day right. same thing so with food you can just leave it out, and as long as there's food in the bowl, like, not a problem. <laughs> so, out of the box, do they come just knowing where this stuff is? The ones, the two that I have, yes. <laughs> so, if you get them, like, after a certain age, they're smart enough at that point to, like, know where to go. So, you just have to get them once they're litter box trained or whatever they call it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And then I will also say, I have a cat that plays fetch. So my dream of having a dog that plays fetch was fulfilled by this cat. <laughs> and I have also put one of my cats loves to be outside. So I have like a harness for her and she'll just sit outside and catch bugs all the day. So I can take my cat on a walk if I wanted to. So basically it's like everything you would want in a dog, less energy, less responsibility. They're not as loud. And I would say for the most part, they don't shed as much too. And they're just smaller, so they don't take up as much space. Fair enough. That they also are... sleep a lot, which is, I mean, I sleep a lot too. So like it, it kind of is just yeah, a yeah. perfect match. matching of personalities. <laughs> yeah. What did you have to go through to get this fetch playing cat? <laughs> so it's funny. Um, this is the cat that we just got like a couple weeks ago, literally. One of my friends from home, um, his mom is like a huge cat lady and she took in this stray cat who was pregnant and 
obviously she had kittens and I he posted them on his story and I was like are you keeping them or like can I have one <laughs> and then he was like yeah you can take one um so that was the birth of my fetch playing cat oh we didn't teach him <laughs> oh, how to do it he just it. he just does it like he, we throw a little ball for him and he brings it back he thinks it's the greatest thing ever what's his name his name is Bruni. Bruni, got it. <laughs> Couch is doing his due dil- due dil- due ah words due oh. diligence. Yeah, so in, I took uh, notes during notes. <laughs> so this is what I got. So Nay, I'm gonna recite this to you because you are the aspiring cat owner. So yep. reliving Fran's thoughts in a summarized notepad. We got okay. She lived with cats. Obviously, that's gonna make her pro cat. Cats don't fetch. Except Bruni. Bruni just got <laughs> a fetch. So that's a check. So that fulfilled her uh, fetch, fetch ideals. Uh, kitten left on doorstep, Harry Potter style, which is how she got Bruni. And there's just an eternal love for cats now. So those are the four points you have to take. Dude, You're welcome. I'm going to start looking into it. How about that? You have, my, you have my, my podcast promise that I will start trying to look into it. We'll see where it goes. Good. That makes me happy. Awesome. Great. Now is like a great time to get kids. Like summer, for some reason, there's just way more kittens available. Really? Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see what I can do there. All right. And it'll make quarantine a lot less lonely. Yeah, not that we're like yeah. quarantine anymore, but you know, there's still not very much to do. Yeah. Yeah. I got my two roommates right now. Um, they're my cats i guess in a way in that sense um but uh all right fran you know we we got like i think those are the only two facts that they gave us like where you know the inside sources were like you gotta put you got you gotta say this it's that's that's a guaranteed hit and we did um so let's get down to business now right okay tell us all about your podcast um where it started just anything okay so Uh, it started one night and I don't know like where the thought came from. It just popped into my mind and it was like, Hey, you should start a podcast. And I, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, like that'd be kind of cool. Um, you know, like maybe I can focus on like female entrepreneurs, like business owners, just because like I want to, um, like own my own business at some point. So it was kind of like, it would be an opportunity for me to learn more before I do it myself. Um, and I texted one of my friends and I was like, so I think I want to start a podcast. <laughs> like, do you think that that's like crazy? And she was like, no, definitely go for it. So then I started like literally the next day I started like getting everything ready. I was like, all right, I need to set up an email. I need to design myself a logo, like start an Instagram account, all this stuff. Um, and then I literally like went through who I was following on Instagram and anyone who I thought would be like a good candidate for coming on the podcast, I emailed them and I was like, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. Do you want to come on? <laughs> and like a surprising amount of people said yes, which was awesome. And, um, so it's just kind of like grown a little bit from there. I've, I've got like episodes recorded for months which is kind of insane um (laughs) and it's been like a really cool experience just because I think um it it's like a creative outlet for me that I never 
anticipated happening. So like, you know, like producing a podcast isn't something that I would typically associate with like a graphic design sort of thing. Um, but I feel like it plays to a lot of like my strengths as a graphic designer, which is super cool. Um, and it has, you know, like all of the the things that I like to do, like I still get to design, I still get to do stuff for like Instagram and all of that, but I also get to have like really interesting conversations with people who are either like doing what I want to do in the future or like doing similar things. So it's like, it's nice to be able to learn from the experience, but also like have something that I just enjoy doing. That's awesome. So like, where did you come up with the name of the podcast? Like I know like it's called Riveting Rosies, which like matches up with the, the description and like your mission, like your mission statement for the podcast, like perfectly. Like, where'd you come up with that? Um, I, I started like a list of names. I just started like brainstorming, like writing things down. I was like, I don't even know what I started with at the top of that list. But somewhere along the, the way, like I, I thought about like Rosie the Riveter, obviously. And I was like, that, that seems appropriate. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. What, what were some of the other names that you had on there? Oh my Do you gosh. remember? I, don't, I honestly don't even know. I might have them, like, hang on. We're going to look because I might have them, like, on my iPad still. No problem. Um, I'll give a quick ad while we're waiting. So <laughs> today I went to TJ Maxx, and sometimes you're hungry when you're at the store. You don't normally go to the store hungry because you know what happens? You buy stuff. And that's exactly what they did to me. They made me buy things and I got organic dried mangoes, dried mangoes, great snack. And over here, just one ingredient. Absolutely amazing. It's just mangoes. So if you guys want a good snack that's healthy, it's how I like to explain it. It's like adult gummies, but like really, really chewy. So if you need an on the go to snack and you know, you don't feel like a kid right now, you want to be more adult. You want to be very geriatric. You get some dried mangoes 3.99 at tj maxx very expensive organic thank you gosh for that ad <laughs> no problem all right fran what do you got you were able to find it i did yeah so all right this is my list my list was starting small self-starters female fueled woman made ceo of me and riveting rosies all right. Save the best for last, huh? Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> um, so I, I have a quick question. Um, when you're looking for people to interview, mm -hmm. are these people that like you kind of have connections with already, or have you just been kind of reaching out to like, like so certain women in power and like just like at like the head of like their businesses? Like, I guess what goes into your mind when you're looking for your next guest? So uh, the first like there were. I think three people like when I first started the podcast that I knew I already had connections with and I was like okay this is like at least three people I know will do this for me so like if anything like if nothing else I'll have three episodes for this podcast um and then other than that it was literally just like anyone who I thought was like interesting or like someone um, any like female who owns their own business or was also like a graphic designer. I've interviewed a lot of designers. Um, so just like anyone who kind of like fulfills that category of being like either a female entrepreneur or a female business owner, that's really all it takes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it definitely wasn't like 
pre-planned. I don't know most of them, which is like kind of exciting, I guess. Like it's cool to, um, it, it was like weird because the first couple interviews that I did were the people that I already like knew a lot about. Um, and then like having to transition into interviewing people that you know, like next to nothing about is a lot different. So it was a little bit of a learning curve. <laughs> I think that's like a cool transition though. Cause I guess that's kind of how we started too. We started interviewing people we knew and we knew a lot more about them than maybe our guests do or, or not our guests, the people like our audience. Yeah. Like some people that listen, they might not know those people. So it's interesting to them. And then when we started moving towards like people we knew nothing about, it got very interesting for both sides now because now we're using all the social skills that we, I guess, learned and increased throughout our first few episodes, applied them to other interviews. And it's just a cool experience. Like it's, you see the growth per episode, like Nate, you'll just see Nate just kind of like go from fact to fact to fact. And it's just like, it's so natural now to change from question to question. It's, it's kind of exciting. And it's cool that you're just, you know, just reaching out. Are you like cold, just either cold calling, cold emailing them, just be like, Hey, uh, you should come on my podcast. Uh, it's about this, something like that. I'll have like days where I'll just like send out email after email after email. <laughs> See, that's the move. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely how we got to do it. Akash has been saying we got to line up interviews like that for a while now. And we're <laughs> finally, finally starting to kick in. It's kicking my, my skull here. Yeah, it was pretty much like when I first decided to do it, I emailed a ton of people. And then the month of June, because I launched the podcast on July 1st. So the month of June, I just did a ton of interviews. And now I think I have episodes to last until like mid-November. So now I'm like, do I do more interviews or do I just like wait? <laughs> right, man, that is... That's the life. That's that's no, great. You're in the sweet spot right now. Like she yeah. can take a uh, riveting Rosies can take a little vacation, but it's not even a vacation because it's still going on. We're, yeah. we're still kicking out interviews weekly right now. So it's cool. It's, it's cool to see. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so you mentioned earlier, like you started the podcast because you, you yourself were interested in, in like starting your own business. Do you like want to share maybe what you're thinking of, starting up in the future or is that kind of like on the down low no 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 no. we can't talk about that right now (laughs) no it's not on the down low it's honestly like it it's kind of like evolving every day I would say so I don't know a hundred percent what it's gonna end up being um kind of just like seeing what happens um I've known for a really, not a really long time. I've known for a while that I don't want to be one of those people that works like a nine to five job. It's just not something that I enjoy. Um, I feel like I'm not productive at like normal times of the day. So (laughs) working during those times isn't really desirable to me. Um, And I want to have the freedom to like, I don't know, work outside if I want to not like sit at a desk all day. Um, I want to do a lot of traveling. So like being able to take my work with me is something that I've always wanted to do. So those are like the main reasons why I want to own my own business. And then like what I'm actually going to do, it's, it's going to be focused around graphic design, obviously, like why else would I be getting a degree? But um, um, right now the plan is like branding and web design. It's probably going to change between now and whenever I actually decide to start the business up but for right now that's what I'm thinking 
That's really cool. Akash and I talk about that all the time. We talked about it on the podcast a few times because, because like you, I mean, we've, we've interviewed like a couple, wait, uh, let's see. Well, I mean, we're aspiring to interview like a bunch of local businesses for that same reason, just getting to know how they work, how they operate. And then re- recently we had a guy named Ryan Miller on, um, and he's like the, he's a CEO, would you say, Kosh? Yeah, founder, I guess CEO. I don't know if there's actual like labels for what he does, right. but. Yeah, he, yeah. So he's leading like an entrepreneur, like, like think tank pretty much, like an incubator mm-hmm. uh, in Utica. Um, so we talked to him all about that, like just about just, I don't know, like taking an idea from start to finish and just like what it takes and all that stuff, you know? So, cause I mean, Akash and I are looking to aspire to do the same thing like that you're doing, like hopefully in the future, you know what I mean? So it's been cool talking to these people. Um, let's see. So this is a question that you ask all the time on your podcast. Cause we, I listened to a few episodes earlier. <laughs> and so after starting it and getting to know all of these different people, um, what are a few things that you've learned about yourself since starting the podcast? Um, I would say that that's a good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. You came every up time, this, no, like every time I ask people, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, that's a good question," and they like take a few minutes to answer it. And now I'm realizing like why. Um, I guess I would real I would say that I realized uh, a lot of the work that I'm doing, like at my current job although it is in the graphic design field and like sort of applies to what I want to do in the future. uh, It's not like inspiring to me. (laughs) So I've found that like, you know, like I'm managing social media for my actual job. I'm also managing social media for my podcast, but managing it for my podcast, doesn't feel like a job. It just feels like something like fun and creative for me to do. So it, I guess what I've learned is that I want to like find more things that I can implement into my life that don't feel like a chore, but are still things where I can like actively practice some of the things that I've learned, like getting my graphic design career or degree and that sort of thing. So just being more open to new opportunities. That's awesome. Um, Oh my God. I'm blanked. Um, so <laughs> shit. I like blanked right there. I'm grumbling here. Do you need oh, okay. another ad? The one? <laughs> so do you need another ad? <laughs> what do you got? What do you got on your table? I don't, I don't, I don't. I think <laughs> table. No, I had a question. I lost it. Damn. Fuck, that sucks. You know what, Nate, you're just a human. <laughs> it, this happens to the best of us. We can't always, you don't, you don't bat a thousand as Ryan Miller likes to say, you don't bat a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was gonna transition into some like no. remembering ads or something like that. No, 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 no. I actually blanked a little bit too. So you know, so it just <laughs> added. <laughs> it's it's spreading. Added. God, uh, I'm sorry, Fran. If this spreads onto you, you're like, you're... no, that's okay. That happens oh, to me sometimes it. too. I got it. it that, was, um, that was my plan so all along. You are a pro Instagrammer. Was is that fair? Is that fair to say? Uh, I would say that I know a fair amount about Instagram sure okay so she <laughs> just admitted that she's a social media extraordinary on the pod live yeah she said that you heard it um here, folks. so fran what kind of advice do you have for anyone else who's like trying to build a social media account aka pete yeah, come on, listen. <laughs> he's out here he's out there somewhere <laughs> um 
That's a good question. I would say like being really intentional about what you're posting and not just posting because like you want to post every day of the week. I feel like a lot of people like, yeah, it might be good to, you know, like get more posts out there, but at the same time, like if it doesn't really have a purpose, people aren't going to interact with it. So it's not necessarily like helping you in any way. So I would say just like um, paying more attention to the kind of content that you're putting out rather than the amount of content. Right. So you have to be more calculated with what you post rather than like just thinking you need to like spam posts out there. Yeah. And I feel like also, especially with Instagram, like people, I feel like are kind of leaning more towards um, Instagram stories for a lot of content now. So I, I think a lot of people are transitioning to using that almost like definitely more than posts. I wouldn't say like in place of them, but it's definitely becoming like a bigger tool just because it's more personal, you right. know, like if you're talking to someone like on an Instagram story. So I feel like just utilizing other aspects of the app as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like in my, in my brain, when you said that, like, I, I, I immediately thought like you could put as much stuff as you want on a story without the effect of thinking like, Oh, this person's over posting this person's diluting all their actual like purposeful things. Right. Or, you know, just for the sake of posting, you know, I feel like yeah. that is like a actual, like, I don't know. You can do whatever you want on the stories. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. probably see and- it more too. Right. Yeah, especially especially if it's like an account that you interact with a lot because they tend to like bump those to the front. But I also feel like I don't know if that's just like me or if everyone experiences this, but if I see a really long caption on Instagram, I'll read like maybe the first part of it and then I'm like, okay, this I like my brain just can't focus for that long. I would much rather like listen to someone talk during an Instagram story so I can like half pay attention than trying to focus and like read through the whole like post that they put out. Yeah. That's kind of like me too. I have a very, very short intention span when it comes to like Instagram and stuff. So I'll just Mm -hmm. keep scrolling through, which is why I leave it to Nate and now Pete to take care of everything. (laughs) I just, I try not looking at it any more than I have to. And that's just because when I look at it, I look for a purpose for like maybe five, 10 minutes. And then you have people posting maybe like, 10, 20, like if, if it's on the story and it's interesting, like if it changes from like someone talking to something else and it kind of like keeps me, I guess, interacted for like a good enough period of time, I'll listen, I'll look through the whole thing. But then if it's the same thing over and over, I'll just, I kind of start fading it out. <laughs> not, not because it's not because it might not yeah. be good. It's just maybe the first couple look exactly the same. And then I just assume the rest is the same and I'll just swipe. Around, yeah. So. I would also say like when, when it's a story of someone that's just like talking like a couple like stories in a row if they put like text that kind of like summarizes what they say I feel like that is 10 times better because then I can just like click through it really fast but still like grasp the information that they're trying to get across (laughs) all right honestly I think that's great advice because like um what you were saying like honestly I feel like I was like we were doing the opposite on our social media so like I think that's something we could immediately change and have more videos of us explaining things really quickly rather than having ginormous captions with a lot of content on the actual page rather than like on the story, you know? Um, is, I mean, is that kind of the thing that you do for these, for these companies? Like your, your day job right now is like they, 
they say like, Hey, uh, I don't know. I, I, I have this page. Why, like, why isn't it doing so well? It's, is it almost like a consulting thing? Um, not re- well, <laughs> I wish, but no, <laughs> I was actually hired at my current job as a graphic design intern. Um, and then I have stayed there working, um, as like a normal employee since then. So it was something that I didn't have any experience in when I first started working there. Um, so it was more of like a learn as I go sort of thing. And then, um, I also, like I mentioned before, I had my internship where I was also managing social media. So like both of those instances, I went into it with like zero experience and then just kind of had to like learn as I went. Um, So a lot of what I've, um, I guess, like come to know about Instagram and that sort of thing is just based off of what I've observed from being like in charge of them for that long um or just you know like looking at instagram analytics a little bit can be i guess interesting (laughs) um and but it's also just kind of like how i try to pay attention to like how i feel if i'm on instagram like not running an account if i'm just like on instagram um like what sort of content i'm more likely to interact with and that sort of thing Um, And I feel like since so many people spend a lot of time on their phones or like on social media in general, uh, I think anything with a lot of text is just kind of a lot to handle at that point because, you know, like we're just constantly being like thrown, like stuff is being thrown at us through social media. Um, So I feel like keeping it to a minimum and like condensing things as much as possible just makes it seem more approachable. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I mean, like how, how do you see the Instagram analytics that you were referring to? Like, um, so like in the Instagram app, <laughs> oh, is this like an on the, on the download thing? This like, is, yes. So on the Instagram app, um, if you are like on your profile page, there's a button. I'm going to show you if this looks up. Is that backwards or does this look oh, No, right I think it's good. It's those, so like the one right in the middle says insights. And then if you like tap on it, it gives you um, information about like who's interacted with your individual posts, um, the like trends of your followers. So like what times of day they're most active, what days of the week they're most active, um, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Gotcha. It's kind of a lot of information, but um, I would say that if you have the time to look at it, it can be kind of interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess my Instagram ears were not on. Like I wasn't listening to the, uh, <laughs> let's see, listening to like, like kind of my, myself and like, how do I interact with content? You know what I mean? Like you were saying, like, I, I, I don't think that's something that I actively did enough. I think I tried, I was, I was, I put too much attention into making the posts like calculated and like targeting an audience rather than like improving the feel of it. Right. Yeah. Kind of how you were saying. And I mean, it's definitely important to think about your audience, um, especially in like the kind of information that you're putting out there or even like the way that you're like talking in your captions and that sort of thing. Um, But I definitely think like there's a lot of aspects that go into Instagram, which is like sad to say, but <laughs> right, it's its own it's like 
God, it's it's this it, it's its own like web of like I don't know like yeah, it's more than just a social media platform. It's more of like a marketing tool at this point. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like I I, I was listening to um, Token CEO, which is like Barstool's like Erica Nardini. Erica Nardini, like the CEO of it, like does like a podcast where she just like talks to female business owners, just like yours, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she interviewed like the um, who was it? She was the CEO of this of the company Sexy Vegan that was started in like Atlanta, and she started everything through Instagram. Like it's just like like they blew up through Instagram, and it yeah. just blows my mind. She said she never had to pay a dime for marketing because like it all gets done on Instagram somehow, you know, yeah, it's, so crazy. it's a code to crack, honestly. <laughs> it, it is for sure. And I'm happy we got some advice from the social media expert herself. Thank you, Fran. You're welcome. Gotcha. So now that, now that we uh, kind of got through our questions here, gosh, you have any more questions by the way? Before? I want to know. So someone that is not huge into the social media aspect, and maybe we can even think like in the past, how did people get stuff out there first? Like if we had a podcast, let's say 33 years in the past and <laughs> how, what do you think we would have to do to get our podcast, you know, to the next level? Like kind of like what we're doing now. We started the podcast at the same time. Obviously this is a hypothetical, but I kind of want to kind of want to see how your mind thinks. Do we think the same way? Am I just crazy? What's going on? <laughs> I would say um, a lot of it would probably be like word of mouth. I think that's kind of an underrated tool. Um, even like if, if you have like one person and they tell two friends, if that just keeps like multiplying down the line, that's a pretty fast way to build an audience. And I would also say just like having a website is a pretty good way to get your name out there too. If you have like, um, like search engine stuff set up properly and people are searching for like whatever the topic is for your podcast and like your website comes up and then they can check it out and that sort of thing. Um, and I know like on Spotify, they have different categories and all of that sort of stuff and like ranked whatever top podcasts of the week and all of that. So, I mean, if you had the opportunity to get into one of those, that would definitely get your name out there too. But I would say like websites and word of mouth. 33 years ago. <laughs> 33 years. So now you're going to have haters listen to this podcast and be like, 33 years ago, Fran, there's no websites. The dot-com era is gone. How do we do this? Second, some people might be like, not me. They'd be like, if I have to tell two people, then they to tell two people. Isn't that just a pyramid scheme? Like, what, what are you trying to feed us? But obviously we know, you know, it's, it's similar. Newspapers. It's, newspapers. Yes. Yeah. There you go. That's the final answer. Here you go. <laughs> the paper Instagram, the paper of like, a paper ah god instagram but made into paper how about that yeah papergram papergram <laughs> wait we could do that we could papergram we could start what's it now newspaper? what's a newspaper it's papergram by the way before before i'd like move on from that akash slipped in the 33 years is a, is a dark reference the, the the show dark on netflix you gotta watch it shout out dark yeah shout out dark <laughs> I'll add but, it to um, my list, my growing list. Hell yeah. So rewatch all the Harry Potters again. Get prepared for <laughs> Harry Potter trivia battle. Um, yes. And then right on the dark. Um, okay, wait. I have a question. Yep. Harry, Potter tri- Harry Potter trivia battle. Is it going to be mostly questions based off of the books or the movies? Because there are some pretty distinct differences between those. 
That's a great question, Fran. So <laughs> there will be a little bit of both. Maybe there's going to be some, what is different between the two? What is the same? Honestly, I can't give you any hints. I can't give you any sort of nudge in the right direction because that's unfair. And there are so many questions I can ask. I already have, not on this notepad, but I have a bunch of questions <laughs> lined up here plus more. So it's going to be, it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. It's probably right. going to be like six or seven of us on the Zoom call. So, so I need to study is what you're saying. You can, <laughs> if, you, if all the information's up there, you're good to go. But the, I know the other three houses are looking to study. Hufflepuff okay. wants to take it home. You got <laughs> to do the work. That's amazing. All right. Uh, do you have any questions for us? I do. All right. So I'm going to start with this one because it's podcast related. Okay. How do you decide the names of your episodes? Oh. You, it, um, it, Kosh, you want to go? I mean, how do we decide the names? Well, that's that's kind of like, it's not really like structured in a way where like we always think of the name the same way. It's we're going through the podcast. We kind of find something that like intrigues us at that time. So if we're listening to an episode, we'll re-listen to the episode. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be like, hey, that was a pretty interesting, that was pretty funny. And then we'll just kind of go through there. And then something will just either stick from the podcast or I'll text Nate one day. I'll be like, Nate, I need an episode title. What do you got? He'll say the first thing that comes to his mind. And that's how lightning toast came about. So it's, (laughs) it's honestly, it's calculated where like the episode really makes sense. Like the episode title really makes sense. And some Mm -hmm. they're just like "Eh, a little bit of a stretch, but it kind of relates. And then boom, you have an episode. Nice. Uh, I like that strategy. What do you think? (laughs) It's pretty much, I mean, when I think back to the episode, it's like the first thing that pops into my head, you know, that is relevant, I guess. Um, like the, I think the weirdest one we've had was like Chronicles of Mark. That one, that one probably, that one's weird. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> definitely. One. That's a weird episode in general. Yeah. Well, at least the main segment was. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Fran, in that episode, we pretty much like wrote a movie script where um, <laughs> I think Mark Zuckerberg gets lost in the closet of Narnia. Nice. Only to go to Harvard within Narnia and still create Facebook. Interesting. How does that sound? Would you read that over again and then like memorize it and probably not. Probably not. <laughs> oh, damn. Right. I think I'll Agreed. stick to the original Narnia. All right, cool. All right, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. There's a there's a lot in that one, you know. I'm sure I'm sure that's enough content for for you. Um, All right. Next question. Favorite sitcom? Kosh, you go, because I need to think about this. Favorite sitcom? Uh, that's a good question. Um, Honestly, I like so many of them, so it's kind of hard to jump on one, but I guess it would probably be the one that I reference the most, and I reference this almost like day in and day out. Uh, I like Community because it's a different type of sitcom. It's a sitcom that satires other sitcoms Mm -hmm. and puts it into like their content. Like they'll just like, you know, make fun of friends, put it into like reference it, make fun of like Parks and Rec, put it into their show. So I think that's different and it's unique. And I just love that show. So there's probably others I'm blanking on, but right now (laughs) community is the one that comes to mind. So I guess I'll stick to that. Yeah. My brain is having trouble like wrapping like the label sitcom on the shows I like. Like, I don't know what a sitcom is. That's what, made it t- that's what made it difficult for me. You know, like I knew you were going to say community because that's the closest thing I can think of to a sitcom where like 
the community is very similar to things like Seinfeld. Like when I like sitcoms, that's what I think of. That is Seinfeld. You know, I don't know Seinfeld very well. I bet you I would probably like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but let's see. All right, for me, I would probably have to say the only thing I could think of is like George Lopez. (laughs) I like like George Lopez. I mean, I haven't seen it in like years, but like just think back to when you were just like a kid, like. You had your TV on, like as you were falling asleep, you hear the um that yes, yeah the um the cowbell from that song as they're like on the trip on the trampoline. I got on the trampoline. Yeah, you just see the intro to the show, and it's just like, all right, that's how I know it's time for bed. So would you say that that is your favorite sitcom? Like, would you would you you're gonna say that? Um, for, because I don't know what I, cause I know for a fact, George Lopez is a sitcom, but I don't know if any of my other shows that I watch are Do you need to like Google the definition of a sitcom? You know what? Why don't I do that? <laughs> or I just go hard, just like, just go like, I don't know, head first into saying George Lopez is my favorite sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Cause I would have put, I would have, I would have kept that. I would have kept you to that. Okay. And anytime we hang out, we only watch George <laughs> Lopez, which means it's time to go to bed. Uh, you know what? Stop this hanging out. Situational <laughs> comedy. Sure, let's go George Lopez. Final answer. Wait, let's so do it. If you think situational comedy, isn't that like every show we watch, like New Girl, like The Office, like all that? Like that's what that's what yeah, makes the the New definition of sitcom tough. Because obviously, I would say The Office. I would say The New Girl. Those are all like almost everyone's answer most of the time i'm still sticking with community because i still quote it day in and day out but it's interesting to think that i do quote george lopez a lot actually i've never heard nobody knows that actually it's because no one knows george lopez you don't know george lopez i do do you yeah i just go to bed when it comes on because it's time for bed (laughs) okay so you (laughs) you never get the full scoop because you're sleeping most of the time is a low rider dude i know this song i watched george lopez <laughs> dude oh. fran what's your favorite sitcom friends friends dude, okay yeah all right that's that's a I lot like of people's too. favorite sitcom yeah. yeah also a lot of people hate friends so it's always I a, know. it's always a thing it's just this one big like it's just this one big entanglement of uh like nervous like sexual tension that's what friends is <laughs> I feel like Friends in the Office are both shows where people either love it or they hate it. Right. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I agree with that. I never watched all of Friends, so I can't like I can't be like, hey, yeah, like Friends. Yeah. I love the there was like a yeah, there was a season um a season finale that I watched of Friends one time and I was like, man, that was a really good episode. Can you explain it? <laughs> um it, it had to do something with like Rachel and Ross. Were they at the beach house? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't, the last scene I remember is Jennifer Lopez. Not Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston walks into the apartment and then like the song Embryonic Journey by Jefferson Airplane comes on. And I was like, wow. No, it's when they move out. It's when they move out. So, like, Jennifer so the last, the last, the last season, finale. the last episode of the last season. <laughs> no, wait, that was the series finale. So I just it, ruined friends for people. Yeah. Like show that ended in like 2003. You ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch <laughs> no. it now. Hey, spoiler alert. Everyone leaves. <laughs> everyone <laughs> leave leaves. 
But then they come back. Or do they? You have to tune in to Friends to find out. They actually made, I guess, a spinoff of that show, and it was just called Joey, and it was a train wreck from what I hear. <laughs> like, it, it's just him, like, How going. How was that a spinoff of Friends, though? He was in the show. It was just so, like, Joey, though. Like, there's no more Friends. It's just Joey. That's why it's a spinoff. It's just, like, one <laughs> character. And he's, his name's still Joey. He still does the same thing as he did in Friends. Oh, okay. So there's the spinoff. There's, there's like, the kind of... <laughs> it's not like friends too electric like it would be a bad spinoff because the only thing that joey does is eat <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it was a recipe thing. but what about uh, the uh the actor's name is dustin i think it, it was uh is it chandler yeah he marries freaking he marries courtney cox in the show yeah um, there's another spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> You're just ruining everything for us. I'm ruining everything. You say Dustin, I just think of Stranger Things. Okay, that's a great show too. Is that a sitcom? No, that's not a sitcom. I don't think it's a sitcom. You can't make it. I think everything is situational. Like no. <laughs> it's a great show, but I don't think it qualifies as a sitcom. Right. Okay. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go George Lopez, man. I, <laughs> Out I, of all that, I I I really am gonna say that because I. I can't in my head rap like The Office or Parks. Well, Parks and Rec actually is more of a sitcom than the than The Office is, in my opinion. In my like definition of the word sitcom in my head, but okay, let's go George Lopez. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna lock it in again. I just okay. want to know: Do you even know like five episodes of George Lopez? Like, oh yeah, man. Okay, okay. I might have no, like I might have like I need I need to jog my memory of George Lopez, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I totally I quote, believe you. I quote it a lot. It's probably the same quote I use over and over and over again, but it applies to a lot of situations. So, therefore, I love it. Can you tell us the quote? Uh, <laughs> is it is it is it not? Uh, can we not say it on the know. podcast? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, yeah, it just wouldn't make any sense. It's just like it, to you guys. Okay. Like, I mean, have you ever guys? All right, Fran, let me set the scene for you. All right, you're about to start hanging out with your friends, right? fridge is stocked with drinks right your drink of choice what's your drink of choice Fran I don't really have one don't have one you're not a, you're not a drinker it depends depends okay it, it depends who I'm with gotcha okay you're with you're with that group of friends that likes to drink like they go for <laughs> quantity not quality okay um, and it's full of those drinks and you're just ready to have fun, right? So you say, I need a smoke and a beer. And that's, you guys see, you guys don't know that. Like, but like the grandma <laughs> says that in George Lopez. She just like walks in. That's like one of her catchphrases. Yeah, no, crickets. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I'd say crickets. But dude, I do remember the grandma. She's a great actress. <laughs> she is. She did well on George Lopez. Dude, all, the reason all I watched. Was, like, grandma was, Benny, right? <laughs> Grandma Benny, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? See, like I couldn't even think of the name. And it's my favorite not... sitcom. <laughs> I know. She just walks in, like says like a couple words and leaves. Like that's like 80% of her role. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm sorry I let you down there. But you know what? What else does he say? I don't know, George <laughs> Lopez. <laughs> that's You're true. Bringing that. up, We're cutting uh, that out. The drinks made me think of another question I could ask. Though. All right. What do you got? How do you feel about white claws? I like them. 
I like them. What do you think about Kasha? I like them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Why? Do you not like them? I hate them. Ooh. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's a very unpopular opinion. But what I if think you were they, with us? What if it was one of those things where you just needed to be with the right group of people, like you were saying with your friends before? It still wouldn't taste good. No. No? no. That's, All right. That's fair. I, I just think they try. taste like moldy water. I, you know what? I, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> it is That's a... That's true. Oh, man. There's like this like chalky aftertaste almost. Not aftertaste, but like this almost like chalky sensation. During taste. During taste. <laughs> During taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, it's it's not a you're it's not a popular opinion anymore but beginning when white claws came out a lot of people didn't like them then they changed to the fad of white claws so i don't know did they change the fad because they actually like white claws or is it because everyone around them is doing it so it's herd uh i was mentality. about to say herd immunity that's not <laughs> herd mentality and then now they're drinking white claws. Honestly, I don't know. I can see the the chalky uh, during and aftertaste, the fermented water, bubbly. It's just, it shouldn't work, but mm-hmm. some people like it. Sure. I like it. I mean, I still enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fran, we there was like this this game we played with someone else on the podcast where it's like you just like say I like it or I don't like it. So they introduce like it, he introduced like a thing, and then you said that. That's why. That that's where that came from but just to give you some reference there i'm sure you're thrilled (laughs) now (laughs) okay so my next question is if you could interview anyone in the world living or dead who would it be gosh come on man you know what this is all right so ready can we go and count it down ready three two two, one one. Cheryl crow yeah there it is (laughs) and there are many reasons for this one we are we are big uh scarecrows that's her new fan base. If you're if you like Cheryl Crow, we're starting it now. Hashtag you're a scarecrow. Trend that. Get that trending, Nate. Come on, tell Pete to start getting that trending. Um, Akash, I'm pulling up the story right now. Okay, then I'll keep talking until you get that story up. So okay. the reason we like Cheryl Crow so much is not because she is just a god of a woman and that her voice is just so angelic that it just brings tears to my face every time I listen. And bliss to my ears i guess i can say it's iconic it's very iconic Here we go. and nate take the floor why we love cheryl so much all right so uh so to start off i mean i, I guess i'll start at the end to tell it from the beginning um so akash and i were cheryl oh so we all right I'll, you know actually i'm gonna start from the beginning that makes it more that makes more sense <laughs> as most uh, things do okay as most things do um so basically so um, Akash has this music playlist called uh, Gist the Gizzle. It's an acronym for girly songs that all guys secretly like. Um, and on that, that we would pretty much play that every time, you know, after a night out, right? Um, and it was just kind of like a playlist full of guilty pleasure songs. And sure enough, part of that was Cheryl Crow. And there was a couple of Cheryl, there, Cheryl Crow songs on while we were driving to Wegmans. And this is where it all began. I'll, I'll read you. So Cheryl Crow actually had a giveaway on one of her Instagram posts. Like she was going to give away like a signed album mm-hmm. and she was going to give it to the person with the best story. Um, so I started, uh, this is what I wrote. I said, at Cheryl Crow, it was Halloween, October 31st. My roommate Akash Patel and I were in search of a Halloween costume. As we pulled into our local grocery store, we noticed scarecrows surrounding the parking lot as part of the Halloween decorations. 
At that moment, we were listening to the album as part of our post-night out ritual. It was then we were given the inspiration to combine your name and Scarecrow's together to create dot, 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 Cheryl Scarecrow. After purchasing blonde wigs and large amounts of hay, our costume was complete. No one said it would be easy, in quotes, because that's the name of one of her songs. No one said it would be easy, but that night was an incredible success. The costume party we attended was treated with your music blasting from speakers we carry in our pockets, along with hay that had fallen from our costume. Thank you for this, Cheryl, for without you, there is no Cheryl Scarecrow. Without Cheryl Scarecrow, we are nothing but regular Scarecrows. Thanks again, Cheryl. All I want to do, in quotes, because that's another song name, is listen to your music. That's it. What are your What are your immediate reactions? Nice. I like it. So it's a quality story. <laughs> it's a great story, right? <laughs> Why didn't we win? These <laughs> people had real stories. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's the thing, you know. People were telling like real, like inspirational stories, and then I come out with that. Mm. Like what? <laughs> 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 this, is, this is this is garbage but uh yeah so that's that's who we would probably interview what about you who's your who's your like celebrity or i don't know just dream interview don't tell me it's cheryl crow too that'd be crazy <laughs> it's not cheryl crow <laughs> i'm sorry to burst your bubble <laughs> oh. i i don't know see i thought of these questions but i didn't think of my answers to them <laughs> oh well that's totally how fine the, how the turns have tabled mm. Out of turntables. <laughs> I yeah, I really don't know. How about how about the the, the CEO of White Claw? So you can give him a piece of your mind. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be a good and like friendly interview. You just said you just have to give an that's interview. That's true. That's true. It could just be a very rude interview. <laughs> exactly. Like how? <laughs> first off, <laughs> wait, wait. What was the interview in the office? His first question to Toby. Or uh, like, why do you, um, why do you do the, why are you the way that you are? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, I feel like Steve Carell would be fun to interview. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I don't know. He's kind of when I see like some real interviews with him, he's kind of like he's kind of like you know, not like boring, but like he's not in character, right? He's not doing things that are. Michael Scott like or you know what I mean like he's just yeah bro you know what I mean it's it's he's one of the he's one of the most like down-to-earth actors like he's very like normally you can talk to him about like things and he'll like laugh at normal things but when he goes into character and acts he can just lay it all out there and like have like no shame when he does stuff which is why certain episodes of the office still make me cringe when I watch it and it's hilarious (laughs) it's still hilarious to this day but it's crazy like you have like people like that you have people like Will Ferrell who's always like not acting, but he's just always like just spitting stuff. And he's just like, Oh, I'm always going to try making people laugh, like stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Cause they're both just funny people. Yeah. I cool. feel like I would enjoy interviewing Robin Williams. Mm. That'd be a pretty good one. I actually watched a Robin Williams um, video today. He was making fun of Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. Actually. I wish I could like say what he said, but like, I, I, I forgot. <laughs> honestly <laughs> but uh yeah well friend you got any more questions for us one more question one more question all right let her rest yes if you had to eat one food every day for the rest of your life what would it be i i have an immediate answer but i think it's a combination of other foods does that count <laughs> yes um a chipotle 
Anything Chipotle. <laughs> Dude, your stomach is beast destroyed. Oh yeah, it's it's it'll be a it'll be a war zone in there, but that's what right, I would well, do probably. All right. Well, if I had to really say something, I would say organic sliced and dried uh, mangoes. <laughs> and the only reason I'm saying it is because it's it's a it's just one item, right? It's one item. It'll get you through the day. You're going on a hike, boom, pull these bad boys out. You got energy for days. As long as you have unlimited of them and you can eat it whenever. You're not going to get that, oh, man, I ate too much Chipotle. You can never eat too many of these. These are all natural. <laughs> Let's get it. So, yeah. And you won't feel like a kid eating them. And you won't feel like a kid eating them. <laughs> the adult gummies. <laughs> I stand awesome. by that. That's awesome, Kosh. Yeah, that, that, that would be very, that'd be very great <laughs> if I could eat. <laughs> I don't know how I can't. Yeah. That, that's perfect. <laughs> Well, Fran, thank you so much for, I mean, those questions were perfect. You, you definitely outshined us with the question asking. That is <laughs> definitely true. Do you want to give one last like uh, plug for your podcast or a website or whatever it is? I would love to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow Riveting Rosies on Instagram. It's at rivetingrosies.podcast. That's my plug. <laughs> That's great. Absolutely. Um, okay. Let's see. So you're gonna go follow that, and what are you, what are they gonna do after? What's your what's your company's website to go with? You? <laughs> or the, they is, go to my Instagram. They can click the link in my bio, and that will take them to where they can listen to all the episodes. Perfect. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Francesca Resigno. Once again, her podcast name is Riveting Rosies, and her Instagram is at rivetingrosies.podcast. Uh, you can check her out for all the content uh, regarding the guests she has on, um, when during the week her shows come on. Um, another thing is if you guys have any suggestions for Akash and I as the weeks go on as to like what the things we can improve on, maybe some interview ideas, literally anything. You guys can just DM us and we'll we'll give it a, we'll give it a look and hopefully get back to you. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you tune in next week. Yeah.